morning and welcome to our very first episode of the Bloom podcast. I'm Ellie. And I'm Tanil. And we're finally here. It's been, a long, it's been a long time coming. We've been setting this up and trying to get this organised and it's just a little bit crazy that now we're here doing this. Very. But it's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. We're super, super excited to share everything that we have planned with everyone I guess the first thing we kind of wanted to say today is that we're going to be talking about health, fitness, lifestyle, all of that kind of stuff, similar to what we share on our Instagram. It's kind of a place where we can start conversations. That's what we want to do with you guys. We want to start conversations about our health, about our life, so we can rant about stuff. It's just going to be super relaxed conversation between friends. We want to educate you guys, motivate, inspire spread kindness because we kind of just believe that you know if we have a safe space to do all these things and if we look after each other and look after ourselves then we can all bloom just like plants and flowers can with the right love and care. So while we're talking about some of these topics just a bit of a disclosure that uh, some of these topics may be a little bit sensitive so if you feel like you can't listen to anything just click off the podcast. <laughs> Don't listen to us rambling. Yeah, I first started out in the fitness industry back in 2012. Obviously, my childhood, I had always been pretty heavily involved in sport. Um, my main focus was definitely in basketball and surf lifesaving. That all become pretty serious and it was very, when it gets to the point of you have, you know, nutritionists and stuff involved and you're getting up to go to training before school, going to school, racing home to go back to training, it consumes your life pretty, pretty majorly as a teenager and I decided that, nah, that's not what I wanted. So... I started my certificates when I was at college, um, then started working as a PT, which was great. However, once again, that grind of getting up early, putting so much time and effort in and it was, yeah, I was really finding it a, just a grind. So um, bailed on that idea too and decided to go to uni to be a nurse. Um I worked casually as a trainer at BroFit with a couple of my really good friends um, as I started out with nursing as well, trying to juggle um, giving my full time and attention to a gym that I really loved and obviously my friends and working early mornings and late nights and night shift. Oh, shift work. <laughs> Got to love it. Yeah, it was tough. So I focused on nursing and fell into what I thought was my dream career. So made my way into NICU before then falling pregnant with my little boy who's now oh, nearly eight months old now. Um, so I guess for the past... Oh, it's nearly a year. I finished in May last year after we went to Torian, as if I haven't been at work since then. Yeah, so I'm just 
on the mum life grind now, which is a whole different venture in itself. And, and now we're here. We're doing this. We're on a new adventure. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be good. I really missed all my personal training stuff and working with clients and, you know, there's a lot of satisfaction in helping people become the best, best versions of themselves. So I'm really hoping that obviously working alongside you, uh, we can do good things in a lot more than just training because obviously health is a lot more than just that. So I think it's really cool. Obviously, uh, me and Sunil, we both met in our workplace as nurses. So I'm a nurse as well. We both work in NICU. And I think coming from my side, it's really cool. We have that um, that nursing and that health background and it's really cool and really rewarding our job what we get to do helping people every day getting to send little babies home with their families it's it's a very rewarding job I think that's a full episode in itself really it's, it's we are so cool. so lucky we also see a lot of sad cases mm. pop up um, and we see a lot of ill health and I think that's kind of where um, I've always been interested in health and fitness before I'll kind of get into my background in a minute. But at least for me, I kind of saw, well, these people are coming to us. A lot of the time we see a lot of people who have poor health and some of some of the time, not always, that's the reason why they've given birth to prem babies. And it just kind of made me think, you know, like what can we do to help people before it gets to that. Like I wanted to be able to promote good health and be able to help people on their journey of good health before before they end up with us in, well, I'm going to say us as the hospital in general um, looking after because, you know, we, we look after kids as well and sometimes that can be from ill health, you know, poor education from just, you know, poor health literacy on stuff, um, which is really, it can it's really sad because... It's just why, why isn't this information being offered to people? Um, so I guess that's kind of what sparked my further interest in doing stuff like this because I just, I'm like, I want to help people before, it, before they end up in hospital. Um, so I guess tell us about you. <laughs> tell, tell everyone about me. So I kind of liked Neil. I grew up very, um, very sporty. I did, I participated in probably like, every freaking sport you can imagine like I sailed I swam I played soccer I think that I think soccer was my first well other than swimming I did swimming lessons when I was little um yeah played soccer I played hockey um I then went on to play like club soccer I did water basketball <laughs> I did cross-country athletics um I loved running I did touch football. There's, yeah, I participated. <laughs> Just, there's probably some that I've forgotten, but a short list. <laughs> My heart was in the pool, which is a funny story. Like I was a, so I was a competitive swimmer for 12 years, but before then, like starting out swimming lessons, I hated the water. Like. Mum used to fight with me trying to get me into the pool. The The place that I went to have swimming lessons at, they used to have like this like 
candy bar and this is What kid would hate swimming lessons in a pool with a candy bar? And she used to have to bribe me with lollies to get in the water because I hated it so much. Um, and I, yeah, I just used to have a tantrum every time. I don't know when I, when that, I, I literally don't know when that swapped over. I don't remember. Because of the candy? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't because of the candy. It was around the time of the 2000 Olympics and I was like four or five years old and even 2004, heading up into that 2004 um, Olympics in Athens. Um, and I remember, I specifically remember in the 2000 Olympics in Sydney, watching the swimming and Lisa Jones at the time was 15 years old swimming. And I remember seeing her and thinking, oh, I want to do that one day. Like, that's really cool. That is cool. <laughs> and that's kind of what sparked. So from a young age, I'm like, one day I'm going to make the Olympics. Clearly I didn't. <laughs> That's not where I am. Um, but yeah, I was a competitive swimmer and so my days consisted of getting up early to train, going to school, going back to the pool in the afternoons and training and that was five days a week. And then on Saturday mornings we'd have a longer session. But I hated the gym. I There, was no, there wasn't much emphasis on like recovery food it was just train it was just flog yourself 100% flog yourself and at such a young age like you can you can deal with that I mean obviously I would have been a much better swimmer had I actually and put thought into all of this but I just didn't have the knowledge back then to do that and it just wasn't advocated that that's what you do no it actually wasn't and I think that was the same with me is just like flog yourself go hard gotta win yeah. And then turn up tomorrow, yeah. but so when much more than that. And you could kind of, when you're a teenager, you can kind of cope yeah. with that. But Now I can't bounce back, back from the gym session I did on Monday. <laughs> Still sore. I would not be able to do that now. But I think there was a, just kind of a point in time where I gave up swimming. I just, I stopped loving it. I stopped yeah. getting, I stopped enjoying getting up every morning and doing it. Um, I kind of realised that if I wanted to make it, big time I'd have to move and I wasn't ready to do that yet so after I hung up my speedos you didn't wear speed oh yeah you do I did wear speedos you gotta wear more than speedos but nah I get you terminology I had a gap year after I finished school I went traveling that was like one of the best things that I've ever done in my life and I still hold my traveling times really fond to my heart yeah, and then I worked just like retail jobs, cafe jobs. When I was in Norway on my gap year, decided to randomly apply for nursing and got in and that's where I fell in into. Part of that came with just, you know, still wanting to be in the health industry and that's how I fell into nursing. I did a placement. One of my uh, student placements in was in paediatrics and the other one was in NICU um, and just very luckily enough, I managed to get a grad position in NICU and so that's where I've literally worked for the past six years. And I also then went on to complete my postgrad um, in neonatal intensive care nursing. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and um, Tanil's done that too. <laughs> We've both done that. Yeah. yeah, I'm on my third uni degree now. <laughs> but I guess going back to just being able to promote health and I 
I found my way back into a gym, which is very strange because during my whole competitive swimming career, I hated the gym. I don't know if it was just my swim squad had a bunch of boys, which I all love, but when we got into the gym, teenage boys can be assholes. honestly. Their ego, yeah. massive. Yeah. And I wasn't overly strong and we were trying to bench press. Such a bro movement. I could probably bench press the bar, to be honest. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. But at the time, I felt very insecure about that. You've come a long way, let's just say that. Boys used to tease me that I was not very strong at bench. So I used to hate the gym. And I actually think a lot of women actually have that kind of same mindset about the gym yeah. because that's why I love I love Fernwood because it takes those no offense but takes those boys away like sometimes the ego yeah. nothing against you guys if there's any guys listening we, we we do love you but sometimes you just have massive yeah. egos yeah. you 15 year olds that are hanging in zap just posing and taking photos and pumping big gains like you're annoying yeah. to so many women out there it can be super intimidating at times so Somehow I built up the courage to walk into a gym and um, I started just doing team training and um, fell in love with it. And I wanted, I, I'm a very competitive person. I can't just do something for the sake of doing it. I wanted to compete. Bodybuilding was never an option for me. I just, I'm not in, I admire and appreciate, I don't want to, I don't want to um, put down anyone that does bodybuilding because what they're able to do and manipulate their body is it's insane and it takes a, an amazing amount of control and discipline. Um, it just wasn't for me. I don't, I'm not in the industry for aesthetic reasons at all. Um, and <laughs> I am not a powerlifter. The gym that I was at uh, at the time does a lot of powerlifting and yeah, look, I'm not a powerlifter. I'm, I will never, I never will be a powerlifter. My strength still has a long way to go. Credit, where credit's due though, you have come a long, long way. I've come a long way. I discovered the world of CrossFit, ended up moving gyms, moving to a different coach, went into the CrossFit gym and just felt at home. Like these people were my family. And so I ended up deciding this is where I want to be competitive. It only took about what? How many months are convincing? Convincing me to move into yeah. um, notorious performance. Yeah, a long time. A very long time. Um, yeah, but NTRS, that's my, that's my home now. And I get to see freaking amazing athletes do amazing things every day. Um, but I started out literally not being able to do anything. But I was fit. I had a very good aerobic capacity at the time and still, still do. Um, but that's... One day we'll compete. <laughs> we might do all right. Yeah. Tanil has the strength and I have the aerobic capacity. We're always like, yeah, one day we'll do a comp together. We complement each other's weaknesses. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of furthered my interest into kind of getting into this space and doing health and fitness. Kind of where did it all start? One, one night I got this message from Tanil. <laughs> this might be a wild idea, but. Literally, dot dot dot. <laughs> Literally, she was like, "This sounds crazy." She was like, "But what if we did this?" And at the time, we we're kind of just like, "Yeah, that's pretty crazy." Laugh it off. But then I kind of sat there and I thought about it more, and I was like, "You know what? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's 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 do this." 
And what this is, is certainly still evolving because I'm pretty sure we still send a message. Hey, what about? (laughs) And like, we're just, I think that's the fun about this. Like for me, um, knowing Ellie's potential in this industry, it, it excites the heck out of me because she's going to do great things, both, both personally and like for the greater good of others. Um, so being able to help and support her in any way I can to do this, it's, it's pretty bloody cool. She's speaking me up. She needs to speak herself up as well. She has, she has a lot of background, but no, honestly, if it wasn't for tea, like there was, there'd be a lot of things I wouldn't have done without (laughs) encouragement. So there's probably a lot of things (laughs) you have done that you shouldn't have done because of my encouragement. Hey, that's what friends are for. We're definitely it's still evolving and although there's definitely a bit of an idea about, you know, what it's going to be and what we'd like to do, who knows where it could be. I think kind of our thing is is that I literally said to T, I was like, doesn't matter how crazy it sounds, put it on, put it on our mind map because, you know, yeah. what is a crazy dream one day? can you know turn into I use my crossfit as an example I when I started out doing I I would I watched the first time I ever watched crossfit games athletes but I remember them seeing them seeing doing butterfly pull-ups and thinking wow like that is actually insane like how do they do that there's no way I I thought maybe you know like two or three years down the track and here I am like I've just ticked over a year into my CrossFit and I'm pretty proficient at doing butterfly pull-ups now and it it makes me cry <laughs> because I'm like wow but like it's the same with this it's just write anything down that you want as crazy as it sounds and maybe it won't happen but you know what maybe it freaking will and that's what's kind of cool about this and that's what we want to inspire you guys to do as well like if you have a crazy dream just freaking yeah. freaking do it <laughs> And that's such a, um, what do I call it, uh, maybe a trigger could be the right word for me because I was recently told that um, my dreams got too big and so it still boils my blood to this day and so I think that's where I've really just let fly and, you know, it's becoming a mum just, just changes your perspective on so many different things and you know, having, having a little boy growing up in this world, you just want to make sure that, you know, the, every foundation that is set for him is the best one. Yeah. So I think starting off with this sort of stuff and yeah. So I guess what we, our like staple plans for the moment is that I'm currently completing my um, certificate three and certificate four in fitness. So that will allow me to do group training, personal training. So at the end of it, I'll be a personal trainer. So we'll be taking on clients. We will be um, doing online um, programming. Um, Tanil will be doing the same. She just has to fix her registration up with personal training just because she's been out of the industry for a little while. Um, So we just got to work through doing that, but we'll both be doing some programming. Um, I'll, I'll be completing my CrossFit level ones as well so I can incorporate obviously CrossFit is a love of mine so that'll be a bit of a focus 
So we're obviously we have our socials as well that we're going to be putting up daily little reminders, um, tips, lifestyle hacks, stuff like that. All stuff to, as we said earlier, motivate you guys, inspire you guys to kind of reach your full potential. So our Instagram is bloom.wellnessco so you can find us there we also have a facebook page which is bloom wellness co that you can check out if you want has similar stuff to the face uh, the instagram page and obviously here which we're going to be uploading episodes at the moment we're thinking once a week we'll just see how we go with that uploading schedule and how busy we get but if you guys have any topics that you want us to cover any ideas anything like that you can message us on Facebook or Instagram and we'll also leave our email address below and any topics that you do send in we'll keep anonymous as well any questions that you want answered so I think that's all we have for you today so we just wanted to say thank you for tuning in and thanks for following us on this journey and it's it's going to be super fun we're super excited we'll we'll see what happens from here